Hey folks, welcome back to the Friday show here on the Culture Jack podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, and today on the show, well, I don't really know what's going on on the show today. Like, I've, I've said before that I typically like to do a little bit of preparation before I record one of these. I like to make sure all of my ducks are in a row, uh, as it were, but they're not tonight. And I, I guess that's okay. I, and I was going to... I was going to <laughs> I was going to put try and put something together, but then I just felt like I didn't want to stay up so late. So here I am at a quandary. Do I spend more time on the front end writing something and preparing notes or on the back end am I prepared to do more editing to cut out those long pauses, those audible pauses, those ums and ahs? And I think I chose the latter. And so hopefully, hopefully I will have a show today that is not, not too terribly, I guess, disjointed. And I, <laughs> I didn't really know where to start it out. So I just, I looked up a a guide. Well, I guess I, before I get into the guide, I should plug some of our other shows. Because we do have shows where we are more prepared besides this one. We have tomorrow on today's episode where we're talking about invincible currently and then on sunday we have the weekend wire so it's more news like it was yesterday and monday is monday madness now those two shows the sunday show and the monday show are done by anthony so on the other side of the podcast and then of course we've got the the new show that archimedes does on thursday (laughs) and that poor guy he he made a mistake yesterday, so I, there's probably not many of you that caught it. It was only listened to six times before it was re-uploaded and, and corrected, but typically you'll record a podcast, and as you do, you make, make some mistakes. Maybe you said the wrong thing or said a thing in a way that you don't like, or there was a long pause, or you took a break, or you answered a phone call or something, else, and all that should have been edited out by the time the, by the time the show airs. And in this case, he accidentally uploaded the entire, uh, raw podcast. So there was a a few long pauses, not too many because he had done his homework and he had prepared satisfactorily. Uh, is that a word? I don't know. I hope it is. He had uh, prepared in a satisfactory way to make it so he would not have to do too much editing, but then he did upload that raw uncut. So there was no music in it. And the, the revised one, the edited one, the final version is up on the podcast right now. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that before it was set to private and then re-uploaded in the correct fashion, go ahead and go ahead and listen to that one too, to catch yourself up on that, that news that you missed during the week. And he had a lot of news. I think the episode was like 30, 35 minutes long or something. And so, like I said, uh, today on the show, I didn't have a topic slap my hand. You, you terrible, terrible, naughty child. Um, so I, I looked up the 25 best PS one games of all time. Well, I didn't look that up. That was just the article that I found. And I thought maybe I could talk about it a little bit. Ah, I, one of the first video game consoles that I had personally 
was the PlayStation 1. And uh, on the PlayStation 1, there were a lot of good games that I remember. But I, I remember working that summer to save up enough money for a PlayStation 1. And I can't remember how much it was. It must have been $300, $300 then, I think. And this is back in uh, 96, 97, I want to say. Or was that PlayStation 2 that came out then? I don't remember. Oh, no. Well, that's fine. Uh, so I'm looking at looking at some of these games here, and there's a Bishy Bashy Special. I don't remember playing that one. Street Fighter Alpha 3. Now, at this point... My history with Street Fighter had been a little bit more in-depth than just Alpha 3. Uh, I don't even recall playing this. I don't recognize any of these characters. There's no... I must be a more classically schooled Street Fighter uh, player. Tenchu Stealth Assassins was a fun game. Now, stealth missions in video games are typically the worst. They're They're typically the ones that... You loathe because it slows the action way down. And the only ones that are more loathed and more despised than a stealth sequence in a game is a escort sequence where you have to bring along some useless character. Now, there are some games that do that correctly, whereas they will bring on a character that isn't necessarily useless, but that's they serve a function. They know how to fight for themselves. They hide really well or some other gameplay mechanic that, that makes it actually a semi palatable thing but in most games the escort mission is, is not that great spider-man uh in hander i know that game was very popular but i didn't play it there, there was one that i played like that though i think oh this is a shoot 'em up game oh of the gradius kind so kind of that screen scrolling game this reminded me of a game called xenogears though and Xenogears was a, a Squaresoft. It was Squaresoft at the time before they had, had been bought out and were now Square Enix. Or before they bought out Enix. I don't recall how it went. But Xenogears was really cool. Ridge Racer Type 4. I had Ridge Racer. I also had the, the counterpart to it. I had Gran Turismo, which is still a big, big uh, I guess, fan favorite of Anthony's. He likes those driving games. I'm not such a... Such a fan. Maybe he's a Forza guy now, though, because we're both Xbox boys. Maybe he is. Uh, he's moved over to Team Forza. Though, looking at some of the graphics on the new Gran Turismo games, man, they just—they've gotten so pretty. Well, all games have. Final Fantasy Tactics was introduced on the PlayStation One. That was a fun game. That's actually one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Final Fantasy game. That. And the, the gameplay is, is very different from, I mean, it's turn-based like the old school ones were. Um, and it, it has, it just has such a, a very in-depth story to it. It has a very convoluted story. It's betrayals and there's uh, factions and, you know, demons and crystals and, and kind of your normal Final Fantasy f uh, fare, but... Uh, a very different and 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 the thing about this game was you would bring warriors into this into this time I'm sure you're familiar with final I don't know why I'm explaining Final Fantasy tactics to you but you would bring warriors of different job classes into a battle and they would all be on separate tiles 
And then you would be able to move them depending on their class, depending on their ability set and their equipment. They'd be able to move a certain number of spaces and then they would be able to attack. And their attacks would be different, of course, based on their job class, based on their abilities, based on the equipment that they had. Uh, and there was a, a way to, to cheat the system wherein you would, at, at one of the very beginning levels, you would be able to, if you got into a fight, you would take your characters and you would have them huddle in a corner or defeat all of the enemies but one, have them huddle in a corner and then just repeatedly strike each other. And as they did this, as they, they <laughs> delivered these blows, they every time they would earn experience and they would earn uh, JP or job points in the game. And so by the time you exited one of the very first battles of the game, you could have, if your patience was enough, you could have level 99 characters decked out in at least the squire job class and most likely in their secondary job class as well. Or did you earn JP for the secondary job class? I can't, I can't quite remember. However, it was a, it was a fun way to game the system and then have all of these bosses as you win it. And that's how I play a lot of these, uh, RPG style games is I like to have my characters overpowered for the bosses that they fight. And so whether it is uh, Sephiroth or, gosh, I can't remember who the characters even were in Final Fantasy Tactics, but once you go to meet them and they talk all this shit and then a, a cinematic sequence happens and more story is filled in and then you just you one-shot them and take them out. I think that's the only way to play an RPG. Uh, they've got Twisted Metal 2 on here. Some might argue the best Twisted Metal of all time. Very good. Time Crisis. I didn't play much Time Crisis. Driver, You Are the Wheel Man. I didn't play much of that. I didn't play much of that either. I did play a lot of Twisted Metal. Vagrant Story. didn't play that. Spyro the Dragon. I missed out on that one. My platformer of choice was Crash Bandicoot. Tomb Raider. D Tomb Raider, I don't remember playing on a PlayStation. I remember first playing that on a PC. My cousin had it, and, you know, we were both, one, we were both little uh, perverted boys, of course, um, but uh, two, I remember the way that she would climb and then kick into a handstand and then climb up onto the ledge. That was so cool to me at the time. Uh, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, those are still fun games. Wipeout, Wipeout was a good game. Parappa the Rapper they have on this list. This was one of the 21 best games. you got to be kidding me. There must have been no games for the PlayStation. Punch, kick, it's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you are sure to reach you. But nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher. <laughs> I don't even think I ever had Parappa the Rapper the game. I just had the demo. That was, and that is another thing that blows my mind that I for, forgot about completely. Like when we used to play video games back in the nineties, you would get demo discs. And in, in some cases you would get demo discs that were included in video game magazines. Yes, kids, there used to be video game magazines and you would be able to play four or five games off of this demo disc. Sometimes you would be demo discs would come with other games. And that's something that you just you really don't see as much anymore. You do see on 
services like Xbox Live and the Xbox Game Store, as well as the PlayStation Store, you see games that come out in a alpha or pre-alpha build, whether they're still being worked on, but they will oftentimes allow you to play those games for free. And these aren't typically going to be your big triple A titles, but you'll be able to, you know, get some game time in with a, a new or upcoming game. They've got Silent Hill on the list. Uh, there's Gran Turismo 2, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped, and there's, there's a new Crash Bandicoot that just came out, Tekken 3. Man, I remember being over at my buddy Jacob's house. I don't know if it was Tekken 3. Most likely it was Tekken 2. And the thing that was great about the Tekken series, or at least Tekken 2 and then Tekken 3, was once you played through the entire 10 or 12 levels with a character and then beat the last the last fight with that character, you would unlock that character's special ending. And so I remember just be <laughs> this may may be a little little personal, but I remember uh, being over at my friend Jake's house and we would play Tekken. And the one lasting memory that I have of that is one of his sisters popping into the room and, <laughs> and saying, Ew, this room smells like boys and farts. And we were like, yeah, get out. We're, we're beating all these uh, character stories in Tekken. Who was your favorite Tekken character, Dustin? Well, let me tell you. Uh, in later iterations, it, I don't want to say I was an Eddie Gordo main because people will be upset with that because they... You know, he was kind of considered a cheat character. He'd get into a, uh, he, he'd do the, the dance fighting and get into like these little sweeping kicks that just some people thought were unstoppable, but they were very stoppable. I liked countering with countering characters like King. And, and I know later in later iterations, they had all of them could counter. But in those early games, Tekken 2, Tekken 3, there were only a couple characters that could counter. I can't remember if Gon was in this one because Gon is a little tiny dinosaur and he was a little bit harder to hit. There was a kangaroo and a bear. Yeah, King was good. Who was my character? Oh, that's the guy I liked. I liked um, I liked uh, two characters. I liked uh, Baek. Is it Baek? B-A-E-K. I liked playing as him. He did a lot of kicking as well. And then I liked playing as his, I believe it was his son in the in-game lore, uh, Hurong, Hurong. And then there was the police officer, uh, Lee, who he could lay down intentionally in the match, and then you could strike your opponent from the ground. So he was always cool as well. All right, all right, okay. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Uh, we just had a re-release of 1 and 2. These games were amazing. Was was Pro Skater 2 the warehouse level? Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2 came out on the PlayStation? I could have swore that was a PlayStation 2 release. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, which is an iconic game just recently remade on PlayStation. Man, I've got a lot of memories. My friend Jake that I referenced earlier, I was so impressed that he had a uh, a character build. He had a save file that had 99 hours of gameplay. Like his, his characters were so overpowered. They were so stacked. 
and 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 that's the thing that I I miss today. I cannot, for whatever reason, I cannot carve out a huge amount of time to play games because I had a save that had seventy hours on it, and I've played games for a long amount of uh, amount of time. Like I've played Fortnite, I've played Apex. I probably put you know a couple hundred hours into each of those. However, that's over years. I'm talking this 70 hours of Final Fantasy VII staying up late, much to the <laughs> the lamentations of my parents. Uh, they, they decried my poor sleeping habits. Staying up late to put just an extra few hours on it and getting 70 hours in two or three weeks on a game. Like, that's, that's damn near a full-time job. It's a good game. A lot of memories from it. A lot of... I was I was so shitty and selfish with those those games when I was young. I would give out tickets to my my brothers to let them play uh, Final Fantasy VII. I was so greedy with my PlayStation. I I regret it a lot. Uh, Castlevania Sympathy. Now I have not played any of the Castlevania games, Symphony of the Night or otherwise. That's one I need to pick up in a collection. And the last one they have on this list is. Metal Gear Solid. I remember playing Metal Gear Solid the first time, and it was... We were so impressed with the technology that in one of the very first scenes, in one of the very first sets, you'd creep around this area in the snow, and you would leave footprints. And we were like, oh, cool, footprints, that's neat. But then a guard walked over to those footprints, and he was like, hey, someone's here. And we were like, oh, shit. They can actually look at the environment that's not associated with us at all, and they can tell that someone is here. Now, I think there's going to be a remake or remaster or re-release <laughs> of uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3. I don't know why they're not including Metal, Metal Gear Solid 1. Maybe it's for a eventual remake. Oh, and that, that boss fight with Psycho Manus. Oh, so good. So good. He he would make you now again uh, to the children listening to this show. We would have memory cards in the PlayStation that you'd need to insert the memory card in order to save your game. You didn't just save it in a cloud. You didn't just save it on a uh, internal hard drive. You'd have to save it to these memory cards. And one of the things Psycho Manus did during your fight is he messed with you. He would make you. Um, unplug and plug your controller back in or plug your controller in to the second player slot he would read your mind and then basically just read things off of your memory card and he'd be like oh i i see you like racing in ridge racer that's very interesting oh you must like uh crash bandicoot smashing all of those boxes with your head and he just do stuff there was one he would bring up the game over screen even though you had not died, just to kind of mess with you. Oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. Those are the games that they had on this list. Now, what else should we talk about? <laughs> we're, just, we're just kind of kind of freewheeling it here. Uh, let's see. This will be a part where I uh, edit it out. Let's say, uh, let's punch into the, into, the, into the Google search. Cool things to talk about. Well, well, on a podcast, maybe that's, that's just, uh, just what we need. All right. 
here's 13 creative podcast segment ideas. Uh, topical news, recommendation, fact of the day. No, I need something more specific than that. Uh, here's 50 podcast ideas that you should try. Well, who's who's you? Me, of course. This is from podcast.co if you're interested. Oh, heaven, someone's slamming doors. That's fine. Oh, they got a nice big splash image here of a of a trendy girl with blue hair and overalls wearing some headphones. My gosh, she's so hip. She's just so hip. All right. Let's target specific people or places. <laughs> I want to just, just say someone's name <laughs> and be like, I'm coming for you. Uh, that's One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parody. Now, I I love our podcast. I love this Culture Jack thing that we've got going on here. It's random. It is a assortment of ideas and thoughts and we talk about things that we enjoy like movies and games and comics and technology stuff and, and things that are in the entertainment industry sector. But man, sometimes I wish, and I guess it's not too late, uh, but that we had developed more of a, a niche kind of podcast where it was very specific. Let's see, what else did they talk about though? Um, finding films and books that you haven't seen then guess what you think will happen? Ooh, I like that idea. However, look, we're already in the middle of this podcast. These ideas can't be ideas that need preparation because I told you already, I'm going in without preparation in order to do a little bit more work on the back end with the editing to maybe make it sound halfway decent. No, it's going to sound amazing. Number three, do an interview with another podcaster. Well, I could call Archimedes in here. Hey, Archie, are you busy? No, I'm... I'm here. It's uh, it's nice to see you, Dustin. It's nice to see you too, Archimedes. How is the um, the new show going for you? I I uh, think it's a little bit hilarious that you made that goofy mistake the other day. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't want to. I don't want you to talk to me about that. That was a little embarrassing. And um, I think the show is great, though. I think that despite my technical hiccup. I did a good damn job. And I think you're being a little accusatory here on this show. I didn't, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Uh, I, I just, you know, I'm happy to have you on the team and we haven't talked about it much where you came from. Like you have an extensive history in broadcasting and news reporting. And it's nice because yeah, Anthony does a great job. I do an okay job, you know, re regurgitating the news rehashing what has happened in this sector but it's nice to have someone that has a little more of that you know that classical training and uh so take no offense from what i say i just you know thanks for being here <sighs> thanks for having me i uh you know i might have to do a little soul searching after this conversation because you have you have not only attacked my pride as a man but you have wounded me and insulted me to the highest degree. I'm going to leave. All right. Suit yourself. It's nice to have you on the, on the Friday show as well. That's ridiculous. Why would I do that? I don't understand. Uh, number four, podcasting for certain times. 
morning motivation and spooky nighttime stories. Now, why, why am I not doing that? I'll tell you why I'm not doing that because of my irregularity in which the time frame that I release the podcast in most weeks, I can prepare my podcast a day ahead of schedule and then have it release on the next day in the wee hours of the morning. But sometimes I get behind with things and I still endeavor to get a podcast episode out to, to get it uh, onto the channel. So you at least know that on that day or sometimes good Lord, the day after you'll have, you'll have it. Although I got to do a better job of getting, getting it out on time. Uh, number five is interviewing taxi drivers. That's God. That's very specific. Learn a new hobby or skill. I don't have the time to do it on this episode. Record yourself in different places describing uh, what you can see. All right, I can do that right now. Here we go. Are you ready? I see a water bottle. Uh, I see a fan. There's also a trash can. In that, There's a mouse on the desk here. I see my phone. All right, this is a, this is a terribly exciting uh, focus on your sponsor. Oh, and today's sponsor, we are sponsored by Dustin's incredible chest hair. So if you have not seen uh, the the absolute object greatness that is the taco meat that resides in the V-neck of the unzipped sweatshirt of the man himself, then you, well, you have not lived. If you have not gone on a walk, a hike about if you have not gone to see a movie or had a dinner with Dustin's chest hair, well, then you have a unique opportunity at this show. Just go to Dustin'sChesthair.com and type in promo code DeepV's Taco Meats uh, for 50% at checkout. And that's, and that's not a real thing at all. That's a, that's a fake sponsor. Don't go to that website because someone else could have put up something very much else on that one. And, uh, I don't want that for you. Number nine is describing objects and brands for people to guess. I just, I don't want to do that uh, to you. Number 10, carry your recorder around and record everything. Uh, number 11, let your sponsor become involved in the podcast. And, but it's got in parentheses here, uh, retain creative control. So, uh, Dustin's chest hair, though it was very lucrative for the podcast, we cannot let them overtake it. All right, I'm not going to go through this list. This is like 50 ideas. That's way too many. I'll just, we'll scroll down here. Zero punctuation. Tell stories, chat with friends, and interview guests, all while not stopping for a breath. I can't do that. Clueless content. Talk about topics you have no knowledge of beforehand, but research before the show to speak objectively. I do that all the time, I feel. Ooh, guilty pleasure podcast. What's your guilty pleasure? This is uh, not not suitable for work. NSFW. I can't tell you. Do your household chores and let people guess what you're doing. How? I mean, I guess you could get like a set of headphones or something. Take it along with you. Uh, number 39. Ask people if they know how to do certain things. I couldn't ask Archimedes, but he's gone now. That's it. This is this has become far too rambling. I'm done. No more podcasts for you tonight. <laughs> I'm taking it away. Like I'm taking away one of your favorite toys. 
I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you listen to me anymore. I mean, you can listen to me as much as you want. This is a podcast that now lives on the internet. So now, if you want to start it over and listen to it again, you're more than welcome to do that. But I'm, I'm done doing the podcast for right now. Stay tuned tomorrow for on today's episode, uh, the weekend wire Monday madness, and then culture jacked news desk. Make sure to leave us a review if you'd be so kind. Why don't you give me more ideas in your review? of things that I can podcast about that take a lot of preparation for these shows that I'm not doing any preparation for, in which case I will just feel bad about doing no preparation for your thing as well. Don't just leave me a review telling me what you honestly think about my commercial of uh, Dustin'sChesthair.com for 50% at checkout. Is that the code or the website? Deep V's and, and taco meats. Uh, you can get in contact with the podcast uh, on Facebook or Twitter at Culture Jacked or send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. But other than that, that's the end of the podcast. Have a good weekend and cheers. <laughs>